Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I am your host, Kristen Brennan. I am a lifestyle blogger and first-time mom sharing all sorts of content across my platforms on beauty, fashion, wellness, faith, motherhood, and more. And today I am answering questions from my Instagram stories. I put up an ask me anything question sticker and I will be answering those today. So this should be fun. If you don't already, make sure you're following along on Instagram and hitting the bell notification so that you're notified every time I share something new. I also share a lot on my stories every day, or at least I try to. And if you're not already on my email list, definitely hop on it. I'll have it linked down in the show notes. I send out a weekly newsletter every Saturday morning to share life updates, things I've been loving that I think you'd love to, current sales, new content I've shared, and so much more. With that being said, let's get into the first question of the Ask Me Anything sticker from my followers. Someone asked, do you and Bob have any traditions that you made with Liv? Can be as simple as something in the evenings. Okay, actually... Yes. (laughs) One really fun tradition we started was I bought a super cute little journal from Target and for her first birthday, we both wrote a letter to her wishing her a happy birthday and we wrote some other things from both of us from the heart and we plan on doing this every year and each year read the pages to her on her birthday and then continue that and once she's old enough she can read them herself on her birthday and I think that'll be so special for her to look back on all the years and keep it with her into adulthood to reference whenever she needs to feel some love from us when she's you know, living her own life one day. And I think another thing I want to do is print out a photo from that year or from her birthday that year and add it to the page to include with our letters. I also want to start more of a birthday tradition for Liv and God willing, our future kids as well for them to wake up on their birthday to balloons and gifts and a birthday breakfast and cake and just have like an overall fun day all about them to make it extra special. And who knows, we might add to the tradition as the years go on, but that's kind of, that's just one tradition that we have. So I love that question. It was actually the first question that somebody asked. And then the next one is someone asked, what is something you're currently obsessed with? Okay. So there's a lot of things that I'm currently obsessed with, but I'm just going to mention four things just for time being. So the first thing is uncle Matt's organic pulp-free orange juice. Oof. Oh my goodness. It is so good. And I crave it every single morning with my eggs. And I love that it's only one ingredient. It's literally just orange juice. It's not from concentrate. There's no added sugar and it's so freaking good and obviously loaded with benefits and nutrients and I just love starting my day with that so that is something that I am currently obsessed with it's called Uncle Matt's organic pulp-free orange juice and the next thing I've been obsessed with lately is Notion I've actually tried it several times in the past and it was just way too overwhelming for me and I'm actually back at it again and I am loving it it's where I plan all my content manage working with brands and just so much more I eventually want to share an in-depth like post and other content around my Notion setup but until then I am obsessed it is free to use I still use Evernote and day one and tick tick and I still use those other apps for specific purposes, but Notion has been a game changer for organizing my brain when it comes to more specific things. So yeah, another thing that I have been obsessed with lately is my morning breakfast. (laughs) I literally look forward to it every single morning. Bob makes fun of me for just how many dishes I end up using in the morning. It's actually a lot, but it's so worth it. 
I have scrambled eggs with cheese and protein pancakes, the Kodiak cakes, and of course the orange juice that I talked about and a hot cup of coffee. I look forward to it every single morning and it keeps me feeling so full and satiated for like a good part of my day, definitely from all the protein, but that's something else that I've been obsessed with lately. Another thing that I have been obsessed with is live. <laughs> Literally, like, and honestly, I just being a mom in general, I've never felt so filled with purpose and I love every aspect of this season of my life and even the hard parts. I wouldn't trade it for anything right now, which is funny because for a while there, before we had Liv, I was terrified of getting pregnant and terrified of giving birth and terrified of being responsible for a whole human. <laughs> but it's one of the best things that's ever happened to me and I'm so grateful to God for blessing us with her. So yeah, she is, I think she will always be an obsession of mine. Okay, so someone else asked, do you have any marriage advice? Oof, yes, I have a lot of a lot of advice that have helped me and Bob. I would say a few things because Bob and I have known each other for a little over 10 years now and we've also been together about 10 years and married four years come October 18th and we have come <laughs> a long way. First and foremost, you both need to work on yourselves first, whatever that may look like physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, etc. because the stronger you are individually, the better you'll be as a couple. So I think focusing on or making personal development a priority for both of you is very important. And I also think that healing trauma, any childhood trauma that you have or any, any other type of trauma that you have experienced in your life and also unlearning and learning new ways of thinking, habits, new ways of being and believing. Another thing, obviously, I think this is a very obvious one, but not everyone prioritizes it, is communication. Definitely talk about anything and everything, leave nothing on the table, discuss it all and work on coming to some sort of agreement together and just be on the same page and kind of know where each other are coming from. And also another thing is to have a perspective that you guys are a team because you are, you're a team. And if you don't function like a team, like things are just going to fall apart. And I think that perspective is also everything. Another thing is to know yourself enough to know what your strengths and weaknesses are and point those things out in a loving way so that you both can grow in those areas and compensate for each other where the other might be lacking. And another thing is focus on serving each other. I think the more that you do this, instead of focusing on being served, the happier the relationship will be. And it also takes a lot of pressure off of each other. I just think that it's it's such a help. Bob and I have come a really long way in our relationship. We still have a lot to improve on, but I also think another perspective that I believe in wholeheartedly is no matter what area it is that you're trying to improve, always be learning. There's always something to improve on. It's a continuous journey, a lifelong journey of learning and growing and bettering yourselves, right? There's so much I could talk about on this. I want to have Bob on the podcast at some point. I don't know if he will ever agree to that, but I definitely want to do an episode dedicated to marriage advice, hopefully in the future. But another person asked, do you have any regrets from your wedding day or wedding planning at all? Oh, I have several. Actually, I mean, it's only a handful of things. Definitely my wedding dress. It was probably the third dress that I tried on. But looking back, it wasn't my dream dress. I honestly don't even know why I settled for it. It wasn't what I pictured at all. 
And the other regret that we have is our DJ. Hire a really good DJ, y'all. It is a part of the celebration. And if they can't entertain a crowd the right way, what's the point? Also, he messed up so much, like playing the wrong song for my dad, walking me down the aisle. But anywho, <laughs> those are probably my only two regrets about my wedding day, to be honest, that I can think of at the moment. Somebody else asked, what keeps you motivated on the harder days? Honestly, it's super hard to be self-motivated, but I think what is key is starting your day the right way because it literally is a domino effect for your entire day. So I would say figure out a morning routine you love and that works for you and incorporate things that will get you in the right headspace depending on what it is you need to be motivated for. So for me, I try to avoid my phone until I sit down and eat my breakfast. I also try and start my day with gratitude and prayer and worship and focused on God and all the good in my life and small joys like playing and laughing with Liv and a big one is getting outside, taking a walk first thing to start your day, getting that vitamin D in and sunshine helps so much <laughs> and also helps release dopamine and release all the happy hormones and get your day started on a good <laughs> note. Uh, yeah, someone else asked, what did you do to overcome anxiety? Okay, honestly, I think the biggest thing was just a knowing that at the end of the day, God is in control and he is looking out for us and just waiting for us to turn to him and seek his love and his guidance. And honestly, that was definitely the biggest game changer for me. Some other things was prioritizing my health. So changing my diet to healthier food that gives me energy and makes me feel satiated and feel good. Other things that help are like little, like using weighted blankets. Bob actually bought one for me way back when we were dating because he saw an advertisement that helped with anxiety. And back then I really struggled with it, but oddly enough, it did help some because it hits all your pressure points and helps you become more calm. I would say another really big thing is healing your central nervous system. Look into that. I talked about it a few times in the podcast, but research how to heal your nervous system. I rarely, if ever, experience anxiety anymore. But like I said, the biggest reason was one, my mindset, shifting my mindset and perspective on life in general. And then of course my, my focus on God and his promises and whatnot. That's definitely the foundation of me not having anxiety anymore. And if I ever do experience it, it's usually because I'm not focused on him or I'm just worried about my own life. I'm overthinking. I'm getting in my head. Mindset plays a big role. Someone else asked, what are your biggest insecurities? Oh, okay. I never thought I would answer something like this with confidence and literally not care that it is out there, but I'm literally going to list them all <laughs> or things that I used to be insecure about, but I literally just am not insecure about them anymore. I don't know. I'm 30 now and I don't know what it is about turning 30 and becoming a mom, but you just hit a point where you don't care about the silly things you used to care about. And I think another thing is awareness that other people don't care about you as much as you think they do. Everyone is honestly worried about themselves. And that kind of gave me a sense of relief that people aren't scrutinizing me and honestly if they are i literally could care less it doesn't bother me the thought of that like it used to i don't define myself by what others think of me i used to <laughs> define myself by what others thought of me my whole identity has shifted and i it's just in such a better place i can't even explain it anyway so my flaws that I used to be insecure about, but am not anymore. Number one is my scoliosis. I have a double curve, so my whole rib cage is shifted. So my tops, my clothes shift with it a little bit. So it's kind of uneven. 
and I used to hate my back because of it. Now I just don't really care. I don't know. I'm just, I'm happy and I'm in a good place mentally and emotionally that it doesn't bother me like it used to. <laughs> Okay, so the next thing is my front tooth has a stain on it. It used to be this bright white stain. So when I was younger, I think it was in middle school, I had a bright white stain on my tooth. So I went to the dentist and they shaved it down and added something on it to match the rest of my teeth. And then I discovered teeth whitening. So I started whitening my teeth, you know, like with the Crest whitening strips. So I whitened my teeth and in the spot that they shaved down and added to my tooth, it stayed whatever color my teeth were before. So now I have a yellow stain there. I think eventually in the future i'll probably go and get it figured out <laughs> it's something i used to be so insecure about i wouldn't even smile with my teeth because i was so insecure about it but now i literally don't care you can see videos of me with it showing it doesn't bother me anymore another thing is oh my god actually this i don't know why <laughs> this one feels weird sharing i have been dealing with pillar cysts for a while i have i would say four or five of them on my scalp and I hate it sometimes when I go to get my hair done. I feel so bad for the shampoo girls, but then my aunt just reassures me. She's like, trust me, they have seen worse. I'm like, okay. But now, I mean, it is annoying that they're there. I actually had one of them removed, one that got so big on like the front of my forehead. But yeah, we're getting real vulnerable today. <laughs> but I would say that was another insecurity of mine. Another one is my pale skin. Again, it's something that really doesn't bother me as much as it used to. Kind of just embracing it, like my natural skin. Another thing is I have like red bumps on my arms and like eczema on my leg. I think it's eczema. Actually, I'm not really sure I gotta go to my doctor, but I would say that's another insecurity or at least used to be an insecurity of mine. Another one that I used to be so insecure about when I was in middle school is my long face. I used to get made fun of. They would call me banana head. Yeah, that used to be something I was so insecure about, but now I just, I don't care. And this is the last one. So because I have scoliosis, I have like a short torso. So if I didn't have scoliosis, I'd be a few inches taller. And also I have long arms and long legs. So that combined with a short torso, I just feel like I always felt so off, but I love myself enough now where it doesn't bother me i think in the past i was so insecure didn't love myself was always so self-conscious and now i'm just self-aware and i don't even know how to explain it i have so much more confidence now than i have ever had in my entire life so those used to be my biggest insecurities that now i'm just happy at this point in my life that those things don't bother me like they used to i have other things to worry about you know someone else asked what era would you say you're in right now honestly I hate that word. I don't know why. <laughs> I just do. But I would say that I am definitely in my mom era, obviously. But definitely my happy and calm era because I never used to be happy or calm and now I'm both. I guess that's that's what I would say. <laughs> and the last question someone asked was, how do you juggle it all as a first-time mom? I honestly have no idea how to juggle it all as a first-time mom and I don't think I ever will. For instance, right now I'm trying to record this as quickly as possible and she keeps coming up to me. So it's really difficult to juggle all of the things, especially when she is my number one priority. And I'm also trying to stay on top of other things when it comes to the house and my blog and just content and my brand, my personal brand and all the things that I'm trying to achieve in that area. 
it's really hard to stay on top of everything and also have a personal life stay on top of meal planning meal prepping grocery shopping cleaning the house organizing the house buying things that we need staying on top of appointments and just all the mental load of it all i honestly i don't know how i stay on top of it all i really don't something is always going to end up flopping no matter how much effort i put into it all obviously lives needs come first like i said always top priority and after that i try and stay on top of all of the things but i have honestly finally accepted that every day or at least not every area can be a hundred percent i'm only one person right and <laughs> some days the house gets to be in tip-top shape. Other days, it's content that I'm on top of. And then other days, it's our meals are like top-notch. Other days, it's my personal care and I pay more attention to that or spend more time on that. I personally think there's just no such thing as balance. Someone said that to me, there's no such thing as balance. I'm like, you're right. <laughs> there's not. Maybe there would be if I had a village of people helping me, but I don't. So that's where I'm at right now, but I'm perfectly okay with that. And I think the sooner you accept that, but still be willing to put in the effort in the day-to-day -day is really the only thing worth measuring at the end of the day. Your kids and your family and your spouse's happiness and well-being and anything after that is just a bonus, like my husband says. Not that I don't ever strive to improve in other areas. It's just impossible as one human to do it all. So I had so much fun recording this episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it and got something out of it. I am so excited to continue working on content that fires me up. I love sharing things that I am learning and going through and experiencing to hopefully help somebody that is listening or watching or reading or following along and with that, I will see you in next week's podcast episode. I've actually changed my upload schedule. So every Wednesday, a new podcast episode will go up. So yeah, thank you so much for listening. And if you love this, I hope that you would leave a review and let me know on Instagram. Send me a DM. I'd love to hear from you, but I hope you have a great rest of your week. See you next week.